<laughs> Doesn't look like you're in. My gooch is in. Doesn't feel like you're in. Uh, if you say so. Wow. <laughs> There's so much tension. <laughs> so much tension. All right, we're back. Hey. Yeah. Another episode of Never Seen Any of This. I'm Andy. I'm Raymond. And I'm Sammy. And uh, we just watched a movie. We watched... No, don't say it like that. <laughs> we watched a movie. That's our new thing. No, no it's not. No. <laughs> That's the thing I've always done. I've always said it like that, right? Yeah. How else do you say it? Well... When you write it out, how many M's do you give it? I have nothing. <laughs> I can't support this. It, we, uh... Yeah, we recorded a podcast and we watched a movie and now we're going to record again, so, yes. you know... Long day, a little tired, but we'll make it through this. We can yeah. do it. We can go off the rails. Just, uh, I don't think it'll go as off the rails as our what we've been watching section goes. That's <laughs> been over half the podcast on the last couple ones. So uh-huh. It's probably going to be a much shorter one. because we're. Just I talk- yes, we already did that. Yeah. <laughs> I have 300 more things to recommend right now. Well, you would. I would. Book reader. I don't have a book Librarian ass Sammy over there. Alright. <laughs> That's enough dragon librarians, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I have no problem with librarians. I have a Just problem librarian with ass librarian Sam. ass Sammy. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is it because he's dummy thick? I'm not dummy thick. Dummy thick like the Snapchat <laughs> ghost. <laughs> Snapchat ghost is dummy thick. Ooh, she I don't thick. Get, I don't get that phrase. <laughs> It was just a question. I didn't say it was valid. Oh, okay. I don't get that praise either, Sammy. No. I've got a hate None of us do. I think we all do. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you know, I've settled that. Enough about our asses. It's been too much entirely. <laughs> we could talk for another hour about it. Probably could. Raymond, what did we watch today? It was your pick. We watched Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. That's not how you say it. How do you say it, Sammy? You say Kissy Kissy Bang Bang. All right. It's not, not at all. In Which, fact, I hate it. Yeah, I do too. But not the, not the movie. No, oh. I hate every time you guys say that. What? The, Don't worry, me into the this. title of the movie. Yes, you you do it too. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't start it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not okay. You're just you're just following I'm example. A, I'm an innocent here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Raymond. <laughs> why did you pick Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? It's something me and Sammy had not seen before. Well, I I used to listen to a a movie review podcast out of Australia in the early 2000s. And for some reason, they were more up-to-date with, like, the indie movie circuit than, or low-budget, not Hollywood Temple release movie circuit in America than I certainly was, because that's all I was really watching at that time at 14 years old or so. And um, they had recommended in the same, I think it was the same episode, if not they were very close, Brick and... Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. It's like modern neo-noir movies. And I was like, oh, I love detective movies. I'll watch that. And then I ended up picking up both movies. And Brick has become my favorite movie. Yeah, You gotta and, make me watch that because I haven't seen that. Oh, movie. okay. We're going to do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know it's your favorite. It is my favorite movie. And Ryan Johnson's my favorite director. This is not in that place for me. But I, at the time, I loved it. And... I wanted as much uh, neo-noir as I could get because mm-hmm. it's so rare, especially, I mean, it's, it's a little bit more common now, but it's still pretty hard to find um, compared to just, like, standard action and thriller movies, the what whole makes, detective subgenre. What makes it a neo-noir? Like, is there other, it's, other examples? Well, I would say Brick, but you haven't seen that. Um, right. There's 
like modern noir? Well, I, I yes, basically neo noir is just noir was like the nineteen forty like nineteen thirties through nineteen fifties detective movies have a very mm-hmm. very specific style that they are filmed in and the mm-hmm. way they Lots play of out. Shadows. shadows. It's a mur- usually a murder mystery. The mm-hmm. the it's a detective and he's like. Every, like everything's gone wrong for him in his life, and he's like the the case is this one way of redeeming himself. There's, basically. A, temp, there's a temptress. Yeah, there's usually a damsel in distress. Um and this style is um, basically bringing back those kind of elements, but in a more modern day. So, like another another movie that the same director Shane like Black nice has guys. done is the Nice Guys. So I was like the one yes. I can think of right now is Nice Guys. Nice yeah, Guys. Guy. I was trying to think of other ones yeah, that you right. might know, but. Um, Blade Runner? Blade Runner is one, sure, but also that is almost 40 years old at this point. That's true. Yeah. Um, but, but yes, it absolutely what, was what as well. Yes. Horror. Detective Pikachu. I haven't seen that one. Wow. Well, <laughs> yeah, it follows the same. When you're hitting, when you're trying to hit that kind of mark, that is what you're going for. These kind of movies all have similar commonalities, and I love them for it. Yeah. So this one is not the same to me as Brick is very serious whereas this is this that is template like, but amped up to a thousand on the end of making fun of it. Yeah, this feels like a satire of a noir. Yes. Mm. It's a very well it's, made it's noir. It's both, but, which is like yeah. the nice guys is the same. Well, it's, it's doing it but it's also making fun of it Because it like time. knows it's a movie. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, this like one is very aware yeah. that it's a movie. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I had them on DVD. I loved them. I showed them to as many people as I could. At some point... Probably six or seven years ago, I picked this up on Blu-ray. I watched it once when I when I did it, and I haven't seen it since. So this is the first time I've seen it in probably, I think, six years. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, when it comes to DVDs, they're dead to Andy, so we had to watch it We had to watch it on Blu-ray. It on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> Refuses to watch anything except Blu-ray or higher. Yeah. Well, good luck getting this one on 4K. <laughs> I don't that's think okay. that's going to happen. We, we, I'm fine we, with Blu-ray. Yeah. How soon are we until you refuse to watch Blu-ray will only watch 4K and higher? Well, I can't afford a 4K at the oh, moment, okay, so. Right. so... When that happens, that's when it'll... Yeah, we'll see. Alright. <laughs> we'll get there. Surprise, we're not already there. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, this, this is my choice, and I, I do have stuff to say about it, but I'd rather hear from you guys first, because I, I feel like I already know what yeah. I feel about it. Uh, I mean, I knew... I've known about this movie, mm-hmm. I know it was Shane Black. I, I enjoy other Shane Black movies. Mm-hmm. Um, he he definitely has a style mm-hmm. of comedy. Like my favorite Iron Man movie for sure, for me. Iron Man three. Yeah, I like. Are Iron you being Man. serious about that? Yes. Okay, because I also is my favorite Iron Man <laughs> yes, movie. I really but like. But almost every other super fan absolutely hates he, it. Uh, I really, 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 really like Iron Man three a lot. Mm-hmm. I like really Iron Man one more. But I right. but I really I really like. Seen it since like I first saw. Iron we saw it in one. theaters. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen Iron Man one in a long um, time. Well, and I'm, I'm talking about Iron Man one. I've seen oh, Iron Man yeah. three a couple. Right. Okay. But, yeah. yeah. No. Uh, I agree. And Shane Black's Predator that came out. Mm. I saw it. I, did you guys see that Predator movie? No, I haven't seen it. It's, it's interesting because it feels like he was fighting a lot of different people because mm-hmm. parts of Shane Black kind of shine through, and then mm-hmm. like the the harsher sides mm-hmm. of Shane Black to enjoy shine through a lot brighter. Mm-hmm. Um, I I do think this movie is very two thousand five. If if not nineteen ninety five. Yeah. It ages. <laughs> Not Poorly. great. Yeah. Uh, there are certain things, and we'll get to those later, but uh-huh. that being said... What, 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 like, you saying Val Kilmer's character? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. So, Not he, that its heart wasn't in the right place, it right, just right, goes right. about it in a very 2005 it's, way. It's yes. definitely not 
up to date. Yeah. That's with, with he, the way it handles a lot of situations. Did he write it or is it Shane Black, Shane Black wrote, wrote it. it? Yes, he did write it. Okay. It's based on a book, though. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I did, see. I didn't know that. Or it was based on a book, but I think what I also read was like it's not close to it. Sure. It's like the main story it's and the then, liberty is taken yeah. with very heavily. But like the the narr- the narrator mm-hmm. and the unreliable narrator, I think was was really good. Really, and that's also a very noir. Yeah. Uh, tradition too is the the narrator might like sometimes the narrator's dead in yeah. noir, and you only find out at the end. Right. And that's I li- cool. Uh-huh. And I like that it was like very early on. He was like, "Fuck, that's not a very well written scene." Like, uh-huh. like <laughs> he's like, "Oh, I'm a bad narrator." Yeah, taking <laughs> shots at it. Uh-huh. Um, I do think that. Although I understand why it's there, the very first scene is very weird and yeah. throws you. And then, like later, you're like, "Oh yeah, like obviously I'm supposed to know what them." That being said, it's still weird and takes a while to be like, "Why was it there? Well, and why right. did it play I mean, like and that?" I still think it could have not been there. She could have just been like, "Oh, we're, we knew each other from high school," and then had those yeah. flashbacks. I think like, it's. I don't know if it's... I think it's a nice scene. Actually, what I thought. Halfway through the movie, I was like, oh, is she going to be the bad guy because it shows how good of an actress she was in that very first scene when she was a kid? That it's going to be like she killed her sister and she's just been playing all of them this whole time Mm because she played them in that first scene. Yeah, Didn't end up like that. That's another thing with noirs is they want you to be guessing about everyone. So, Uh like, it really did it. Probably on purpose it was in there to make you. I mean, literally in this movie, they go, have you figured it out? Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Which I don't. Specific to certain audiences in what city? Taking right. a dig right. at New York audiences. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But the, I still think it's a leap. I don't know how I would have right. been like, oh, no underwear oh. means that they're going to the hospital. Absolutely. Like, I was like, right. what? Yeah. <laughs> but. I've always thought that's a funny line, but no, it does not. No, I don't think like, anyone. I figured that out. <laughs> other than people just randomly guessing every second to figure out what's happening. Mm-hmm. I don't think right. you get that either. No. This a movie felt very Coen Brothers to me. Sure. In, in the way that like. So many things were happening just perfectly, and mm. it's like there's no rhyme or reason for them to happen other than they need to happen. For, right, it's a perfect it's, coincidence, and the movie knows that that's mm-hmm. ha- that. Well, that's what I like. It's like it's the coincidences are crazy, but like it's a movie. The movie so, knows, like and he's uh-huh. telling it. So I I can imagine what really happened uh-huh. wasn't really yeah. that. Quite. He's the one telling it, so he's and, able to do those things. And like it's kind of realistic. It's realistic in the way how you can see why he would pee on a dead body, but uh-huh. also, like, the fact that there's a dead body in his bathroom doesn't make any sense. No. But then when he calls Val Kilmer, it's like, I peed on the body. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> so many things have had to happen perfectly for things. this joke to pay off. Uh-huh. That's, so. what, that's one of the things that really hooked me into this movie the first time I watched it, because I, you know, I had heard a review of, it's really good, you should go watch it, and I picked it up, used mm-hmm. on DVD, and, you know, I, I had... I was with the movie, but when that scene happens, it's like, oh, fuck, this is my movie, right? <laughs> I'm with it. I mean, it's Robert Downey Jr. just being a dumber Iron Man is what it really is. Like, yeah. well, he's acting a lot like he does in some the of the Iron is, Man movies. The problem is Iron Man is, is Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah. on off rehab. So they really, right. <laughs> all the things you have Robert Downey Jr. after rehab are all basically him, but just a certain personality say, trait is amplified I mean, I, more than others. I would say Scanner Darkly is not Robert Downey Jr. <sighs> well, it's that's also based off a pre-existing oh, thing, but I don't know how much because yeah, right. I didn't read it. Uh-huh. And, and also, like, this is a pre-Iron Man world, mm-hmm. and he wasn't that big of a star. True, this is three Iron years before. So, like, uh-huh. 
Well, he was in the 80s. In the 80s, he was in yes. Weird Science and a couple other he movies. He was in a bunch of Brad, Brad Paddock Pack. adjacent movies. But, and he was in Chaplin. Yes, he was which, Charlie Chaplin. That was, I think, 92 or 93. I right. love that movie. That movie's great. Yes. And, but then he kind of went away because he went off the rails and mm-hmm. almost died a couple times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and so he wasn't a huge star in 2005. You know? Right, well, so, he was having uh, image rehab where exactly. it's like... Uh, no, no one this wants guy to who was—he's a has-been trying to come back at this mm-hmm. point to have a second-generation career, which boy, he sure did. He did it. I mean, three years after this, for Iron Man, John Favreau had to fight for a like long and hard to get them to give him a screen test because mm-hmm. really? he knew how yeah. perfect he would be as Tony Stark, but no one wanted, no one wanted, no one wanted, no no. One wanted him, no. and they made him sign a bunch of things when he signed on for Iron Man to be like, if you. Like slip it all, you're off, and we're mm-hmm. redoing the movie mm-hmm. with someone else. Oh wow! Right when I when we did a scanner darkly, I I, I got the timeline wrong a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the first movie he did back was the Singing Detective, which I also love, but it's not a great movie. Yeah, and it's from 2003, so that's okay. that's the first one he did. So this is three years la- no, two years later. And I, so and I think Scanner Darkly is next, and then he does. I think there's at least another movie, if not two movies, yeah. and then there's Iron Man. I read and that then it becomes he was Tony Stark world. I read that even though he was out of rehab, he was still you know oh, struggling. Oh, I am sure. And yeah. I did read that Val Kilmer um, didn't have any alcohol or drink with sure. him throughout uh-huh. the course of this movie, so that he could be like, "You have someone else that's suffering here with you." That, that's something that people <laughs> that's cool. have forgotten over time. Is that I mean, since I mean, a Tony Stark world has existed since two thousand eight at this point. So that's yeah. it is image rehabbed him real good, but. This is like a weird point in his career where he's just taking weird jobs to like uh-huh. to get back into it, but no, like he he was nothing yeah. right now. And this, was this one of the last movies that Val Kilmer had really done? No, he, he did quite a few more. I mean, he really only stopped being in movies like two or three years ago, and oh, then really? he de-escalated pretty quickly. Uh, like he showed up in a Tenacious D thing for that Rise of the Phoenix, yeah. which he was doing. I mean, he I mean, was doing he did, okay. He went around and did the. Um, the Mark Twain, the Mark Twain thing. Uh-huh. thing. So he, he in, came here to town. He was in, yeah. and he was in McGruber. Oh God, I love McGruber. <laughs> I forgot. And then about he's going to be in that new Top Gun, so he's he's coming back. Is he? Yes. That's what I mean, heard. he had was it throat cancer or something? Yeah, tongue and, uh, or throat or I something. Just, I just read a thing the other day that he has to like come out and like tell people on the street he's like I'm not dead because uh-huh. everybody walks up and is like Are you dead? <laughs> Because <laughs> he's yeah. not in good shape. Oh. Yeah, he was he was fighting cancer of like the mouth or the yeah. throat. He has, and then he, he has, revealed that on that Mark Twain tour. He has like a thing permanently on his throat. He was having a hard moment. time talking, which is like making yeah. that a whole talking tour very really weird. Really, really, really skinny. Uh huh. Hmm. So, well, I'm, I'm, he's sad. great in this movie. He oh, is. he's fantastic. Yes, Val Kilmer is an amazing actor. Mm-hmm. I love him so much. I mean, I don't. He's my least favorite Batman, but I I like him in every other movie that I've seen him in. You dislike <laughs> him more than George Clooney. Yes. Wow. We've man. already made this discussion oh, that's that true. I like that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's a. Bad I think he's man. a good Bruce like... Wayne and a bad Batman. Yeah, I'd agree. Sure. With that. Okay. Yeah. But that's that's not his fault. I mean, I have to watch that movie again, but it's the one I've watched the least because right, no. I don't really like it. <laughs> Who wants to watch that movie? <laughs> well, Sammy, what did you think of the movie? I really liked it. Um, I thought it was a. I think it's right up my alley too. Just the humor and um, mm-hmm. the detective stuff. Even though, like I what, like we said, I wasn't able to solve it beforehand or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's still, like when you start to realize things, you're like, oh man. And then 
they even at the end of the movie it's still not what they thought it turns out to be a different thing even slightly even different. What, yeah, yeah slightly different of what they actually thought so mm-hmm. the, kind of the twists throughout it that aren't like huge twists uh-huh. I did like that it was like from uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s perspective the whole time and he's like telling the story mm-hmm. and so I thought that made it like more fun and mm-hmm. him getting his finger cut off was great <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah there's, there's, just, there's, there's a lot of stuff s- like that where it like just like shocks you like you didn't expect that like it's he, a very Shane Black he, thing too. Yeah, he thought it hurt his finger, but he literally like got his cut finger, it off, cut his finger off. And the way his like mm-hmm. he, way he talks like his oh my finger's on the ground you got to pick it up. At first you're like <laughs> he's just joking because that's uh-huh. how he like talks to her and, and talks then, to it people. happens it so actually, quick too because you don't see it you just hear a poop. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like, oh, did how, I just? Yep, yep there yep, it is. Yep. Well, how Bill Comer and him like both talk like in the movie. They're uh-huh, like, there's yeah. so many times where they like say things that they don't really mean, but they're saying it. So you're uh-huh. like, oh, is that really? I think anything? that's where Shane Black kind of excels. Yes, as, mm-hmm. and kind of like Tarantino, where the dialogue is so engaging. Yes. And with Shane Black specifically, and different than Tarantino, I think Tarantino's dialogue um, shows character really mm-hmm. well. I think Shane Black's just like really, really good and witty writing. Mm-hmm. Like he writes characters that are you know, have great, great lines, quotable lines, and they, that informs their character in a different way. And for people who don't know, he, did he write the first Predator? He's at least in it. He did a, he he did a rewrite, I believe, and then he's in it. Right, and then he also created Lethal Weapon. He wrote all those. Uh Mm Uh-huh, and it's very much, so he's, I mean, this is very much his. How many of those have you guys seen? Two. I there's I've seen two. I've never there's seen more, and there's I've seen parts of there. Yeah. There's, they're troubling. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Pesci shows up. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, Joe. So Jet Li shows up at one point. Oh, yeah. So it's... Yeah. I've never seen those. Did never. he do yeah. The Last Action Hero? Was that him? Oh, you know what? I, I love that movie, and I'm pretty sure he did. And, and that also sure takes he... a lot of... It's also a very meta-commentary movie. Yeah. <sighs> and I think yes. he also did The Last Boy Scout. Maybe. Possibly. That's They came out of around the same time, and they're very much similar, similar movies. So it's very... I love them. It's very much possible, but I haven't looked mm-hmm. it up. I mean, he's that, and then The Nice Guys, which I think is a, a reformed... I mean, it's a different story, but it's yeah. a very reformed version of this. I feel like this this movie paved the way for The Nice Guys to happen. I feel like... I same just, with yeah, <laughs> Iron Man a great movie, too. <laughs> I wish that he was able to do his ending to Predator that he wanted to do. Uh-huh. Do you guys care if I tell you what the... No. It's not in, no. it's not in the movie. It's what he wanted to do. Yeah. Okay. So it, it kind of ends where the, it's like there's a super predator. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like predator, but but better. He's like a predator that hunts other predators. Sure. And so they, they bring him... Predator squared. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> basically. And so they, like, get him in this uh, facility, and they're, like, testing him, and there's, like, there's only one person that can defeat the super predator... And it's like this buildup, and I'm like, oh shit, mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger's gonna show up, oh. which is what they intended. And then at the last minute, it's the main character of the movie. They're like, he's gonna do it. Oh. <laughs> but the guy's been there. It's a very anticlimactic like Damn. scene, and it was like totally building up that if if Arnold showed up right then, I would have lost my mind. Uh-huh. And I'm sure that's what they wanted to happen. Sure. Well, he's coming back for Terminator. Why didn't he come back for that? Different uh, time. Yeah. Come back for every Terminator. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, in T three, he's really just got a, a bit part. Well, in four, it's not him, but it's him. It's it's, it's a, like his face mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. yeah. So then he came back for Genesis, and now this new one that's coming out. Well, he's not a governor anymore. He's got a lot of free time. Oh, yeah. He also has another <laughs> another kid. He's got to take responsibility for. So. Uh oh. <laughs> 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 
I uh, I still really enjoy this movie, but it is 14 years old. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old the script is, but the movie itself was out 14 years ago, and I definitely have only watched it, I'd say I probably watched it five or six times, and like I was saying, I think I've only watched it once in the last six years, and who boy. Yeah, I it, will say... It doesn't m- hold up in a lot of places. More specifically in a post-Me Too world. It's kind of no, like Michelle Monaghan's character, for the time, mm-hmm. she does have a lot of stuff to do. Uh-huh. But it's still a lot of, like, how can we get her in the skimpiest outfit? Uh-huh. How can we make a funny... Show, show, show her, her boob. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's, like, it's funny, and it like it makes sense for the time. Mm-hmm. Audiences wouldn't have even thought about that. It's but now, confused you're kind of like, too, yeah. For, for how they write her and how they write uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s interactions with her. Right. Are, Harry's interactions with her are weird. Yeah. This time and, period, he, and I've never paid attention to that until now. And there's also kind of like the whole uh, like thread through the movie of him like defending women who can't like defend themselves mm-hmm. and him like trying to be extra respectful. And I uh-huh. can't help but feel like that's in there so they can be like, so these interactions are okay. Uh-huh. So it's like, it's okay because he really is a good guy. Uh-huh. Right. But it's like, let's. Let's see him <laughs> do some good stuff. <laughs> and there is Shane Black has a lot of. I mean, it's not in it's not in Iron Man three because that's probably a bigger project. But yeah. it's in there's a lot of weird shit with women in in the nice guys. And there's some weird shit with women in Predator too. Uh, yep. And it's and it's it's a weird like in between where it doesn't uh-huh. feel like as it doesn't feel like he's doing it on purpose or uh, that he's it's just the way he it's writes. just the way he writes it uh-huh. it comes off as very like kind of hyper masculine mm-hmm. macho dude right and 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 then he will take the women characters and like he gives them things to do they mm-hmm. have agency they're like good characters but at the same time it's like but they're like the hot chick right and also harry in this movie the is kid. unlikable and, yeah. it, and the problem is Robert Downey Jr. is, by nature, very likable. Very charming. But, like, Michelle Monaghan multiple times does not like... Like, every time he says some weird sexist things, she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And Gay Perry has some questioning of him as well. Gay Perry. Gay Perry. Perry. Which is the other big problem of the movie. Yeah. Although, a lot of it, I think, coming from Val Kilmer is funny, but then when Robert Downey Jr. retorts back to him, different... Like reactions to gay people, it's weird. Yeah, yes, it's a very weird. It's a very two thousand five. Yeah, Ugh, gay people are weird. It's oh, like, like when he like spits because he kisses him. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> or or in the he, narration, he's like, "Don't ask me how I was able to do the second part uh, when he talks about kissing him." It's like yeah. it's not. Mm-hmm. Or he makes some comment when he's able to sh- shoot the gun. He's from like, his... I thought it was some weird homo thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. That, and then like when they get pissed off at each other, and, and Valcomer says "Merry Christmas," and he just says "Have a gay day." He's like, ah, okay. <laughs> it's 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 it, quippy, but yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Not funny. Well, and it's interesting because it's like. Val Kilmer is like the hero in this uh-huh. movie. Basically, yes. he's the one. Robert Downey Jr. is a dumb. Like he happens upon things by happenstance. He's, he and he's along to for be the ride. Yes. The whole movie. And Val Kilmer is like the good guy, the hero cop, the mm-hmm. like guy that does his job well. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and I don't know. It seems like a lot of the time they're using they're using his his sexuality as a like a like a quirk uh-huh. to him versus. Yes. And but in some parts it's like no he's just like a regular guy he's just uh-huh. also gay but then in a lot of the dialogue and and different things it's like oh it's funny because he's gay and that's how I used to feel about it too yeah 
which I I had I struggle with it a little bit. I still I still love this movie. Yeah. It might be more nostalgia glasses at this point as yeah. where I place it I in think, my favorite movies. It's definitely dropped. I think a bit. it's a good movie. Yeah, I, I think, think it I is a good movie as well. Or, but out of yeah. Shane Black movies, it's definitely dropped below. And I don't me. think there's a problem with watching this and enjoying it. No, but like. Obviously, being able to recognize, oh, this is of a time. <laughs> yeah, you go, you know, going in that things have progressed quite a bit. And I, yeah, and I, and I think it's the 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 wrong thing to do here would to be like, this is the worst. This is a condemnable yeah. movie because of it. I think it's, I think it's very healthy and good to look at it and be like, that's problematic, mm-hmm. and that's okay. <laughs> Random tangent. This just reminded me of it, but the ending of Lay Miz. The, what the comment the guy makes at the party. I don't know anything about it. We went and saw the play. Oh, yeah. Just recently. And the, um, like, the husband who owns the inn at the beginning or whatever, they're at that wedding at the end. And he's singing, and he says, this guy's a Jew, and this guy is gay. Yeah. And then they, like, make fun of those people. And that's in the play that we saw last week. Yeah. I, I was like, I get it that it's of the times, but you can change it at this point. Because it doesn't yeah. have any bearing on the plot. No. Yeah, it doesn't. It's just a moment where... Do you, do you remember that? Yeah. I guess I was just kind of like, it's it's funny because he's there with... I think the joke of that is that he's there with a girl, and it's like, is he lying to her because of that? But yes, I totally see what right, you're yeah, saying. So that that <laughs> just like, reminded me of it. I was like, but the, well, a movie you can't change at this point. A play, you can right, change you that. You can change that. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. So, yeah, it, it's... We're able to recognize that it's problematic uh-huh, and yeah. know why it's wrong. Uh-huh. Yes. It's still still enjoyable. Yeah, it's like, it's like, this is a totally different thing, but like, Whoopi Goldberg is a really big, like, she's very adamant that Disney should release Song of the South because oh, they shouldn't hide it. it. They should release it and say, this, like, look at what the culture was like. Like, yes, this is right. praised as a good, as like an incredible, like, Walt got an Oscar for it, but the lead black man in Song of the South wasn't allowed in the theater where they had the Oscars. But he won an Oscar. Uh Uh-huh. That man won an Oscar, but wasn't allowed in the theater. Like, that sort of thing, like, we should talk about it. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be pushed down. We should learn about it. We should talk about it. So it's like, movies like this that are, uh, you know, only 14 years ago... Right. ...is... They would not fly today, and I think it's important. Yeah, if this came out today as it is, it would get zero... On a Rotten Tomato scale, yeah. and it would get boycotted. Oh, there would be a tons of controversy. Yeah, right? like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Predator had a very little bit and kind of, like, tanked the movie because of uh. it. There was a lot of controversy when that movie came out, and it right. didn't make a whole lot of money. Hmm. I thought it wasn't very good <laughs> at the same time. I liked it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was I enjoyable. heard the main problem with it was that Super Predator, that they made another, like, a Predator to hunt Predator. I like, don't think doesn't... it's a great Predator movie, but I think it's a... Pretty good Shane Black movie. Okay. <laughs> and that's, I mean, going in, there's a lot of Predator movies that have tried to bring it back into mm-hmm. the public consciousness, and you might as well just appreciate it from a Shane Black perspective yeah. than a Predator perspective yeah. at this point. I think the Robert Rodriguez Predators is probably one of the better ones. I, I haven't the, seen that one. I either. saw the ending of that. It just was on TV. Yeah. I saw the ending that one's great. Cool. That's With cool. Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. Yeah. Um, someone who I liked was in uh, this movie was uh, the principal from Max Keebler's Big Move. I see now, and I also <laughs> oh, yeah, he was also in Ten Things I Hate About You as their, as yeah. their dad. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was gonna have something, <laughs> something more. Something yeah, I thought he was gonna yeah. end up like being in on it or something. Like yeah, that, uh-huh. but normally he's like the, the bad guy. Right, yeah. he's so, so the way he looks but, is very smug. Yes. So he always but has something smug. It to also say. works as like a dickhead, right? Like 
Hollywood casting producer. Exec. Yeah. Uh, I the the brilliance of this movie I think is in it's absolutely in the writing. Like the mm-hmm. action's not the best and you know clearly the the it, the plot it's points a low are not budget. always Yes, it's yeah. it's low budget and I think it's it's absolutely in the way Shane Black writes. Much as like the the beginning sets up the nice guys for like subverting your expectations of what's going to happen where Ryan Gosling punches the window and he gets blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that happens like Three different times in this movie, I think, yeah. to, like, even the beginning scene where it turns out, you know, our hero is a petty criminal stealing things. Right, yeah. And he really only lands his, like, where he's at now because he bum-rushes a casting audition. And they and they think he's the director. A very, very convincing actor because his friend just got shot and he's yeah. crying about it. Which... We never resolve. I felt no. like that was going to come back later. Like his Nothing. friend being shot? Yeah. yeah. He's Stalled like, because he immediately is like, oh yeah, I got him killed, and then he has like a the pretty big reaction to it. Yeah. yeah, he starts crying, and yeah, it's like, gets to go that's to the party. The, yeah, and that's why yeah. he's at the party. Yeah, I I do also think that the structure of the movie takes a little bit to get used to. Sure, I I was pretty confused on I like I understood that it was jumping around in times, uh-huh. but I was still trying to be like, it took, I think it was in until um, he goes with. Uh, Val Kilmer to do the stakeout. I think that's when it finally starts to. And I was still a little quick. confused. Yes. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're just going to do it now because I, I thought they were gonna like, it was like nighttime, and I thought right. they were gonna meet each other in the morning. And right. Mm-hmm. So right, it's like up until that point, they're jumping back and forth yeah. all over the place, and, and that's when it starts staying, evening out, and then it's pretty linear. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were some shocking deaths in this for sure. Like I didn't think Robert Downey Jr. would shoot that guy. After he kills that girl. Oh, like, yeah. He picks up that gun and just blows him away. Mm. And then <laughs> the one where he puts one bullet in that gun. That one's very that guy. Too. He's like, well, I didn't expect that. Yeah. yeah so. Like what an 18th chip. Who taught you math? <laughs> <laughs> and then randomly in the park, that, uh, like, truck vendor guy oh, is the, the one that kills guy. the guy. Yeah, the food truck guy is the one that kills the, yeah. the one guy. I, that I think that's just kind of like... Yeah, a food truck guy would have a fucking gun in there to defend himself like that. <laughs> well, there's like that's the second time because at the beginning of the movie, there's the lady up yeah. in the walkway yeah. that is the one that's holding them up. So I just thought that was an interesting, like two different random yeah. citizens. It's always have about guns. like subverting what you expect to happen. Like there's right. not then exactly. the beginning is not a showdown with the cops. It's a showdown with like an old lady neighbor across the street. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> and it, uh, I mean. On another example of that is at the very, very beginning when it's like a like pretty like golden shot mm-hmm. like little off, festival. Yeah, uh-huh. it's like very pretty and happy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it's like it sets up that you think that he's gonna they're gonna saw this little girl with a chainsaw, right, yeah. <laughs> and then it subverts it again. She's like, I yeah, want to be a, an actress. <laughs> so it's a double twist. Yeah. Oh, and then all the. James Bond, not James Bond books. Uh, those, those were great. I love yeah. the titles. The Die Job was my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> funny. There's one where it's the back of it's like, you wouldn't want to live there. And the, yeah, the back yeah. of it's something about being uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, I also really enjoyed that it's like, they have the whole trope of the, he got shot, but it was the, just the book. The, the book uh, and then he takes it out and then they're like, no, it, it, it <laughs> right through. it's not a very <laughs> thick book. That was good. Yeah. And at that point, it's like it's the shock is worn off, and it's just hitting him, and he's like, "Oh!" Yeah. <laughs> and falls over. He's like, "Oh yeah." But how does Val Kilmer live? Because I think of the some, movie makes fun of it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I he mean, probably really did have an executive like complain about it, so he put it in. But they made fun of it, and they made a moment of it instead. Yes, 
I mean, I like, there's no when way he, the blood literally comes yeah, out of his mouth. comes out of his mouth when he yeah. gives him CPR. Yeah. So he's if the blood's coming out of your mouth, you aren't you aren't living. Yeah. And then you're not paralyzed from the waist down and have to like walk. relearn how to walk. walk. <laughs> you walk again. Yeah. <laughs> they should make a sequel now because they set it up that it, there could be a sequel. So he did the same thing with the nice guys. Yeah. He I just see, wants another franchise. Nice again, he wants but... another lethal lethal weapon. I don't blame him. Yeah. Yeah. But. He's not I mean, getting he, it. <laughs> he does good at the buddy comedy. Buddy I mean, that's a, stuff. when Iron Man three came out. This was the thing I had seen from him, other than like lethal. Like I had seen a couple lethal weapons, but right. this was like the most recent thing I had seen. I was like, hell yes, I want a buddy comedy, like detective movie Iron Man three. And of course, it's got his trope where it starts at Christmas, uh-huh. and it's uh, it's like all the quippy lines you want from a Shane Black thing between him and him in War Machine, and it's... I love Iron Man 3. And then it's so like disappointing favorite, to see that so many people shit on it for being right. the exact movie I wanted it to be. Right. My favorite part is when he doesn't have the suit and he has to, like, gym, like mm-hmm. r- rig up that thing to, like, sneak into the house mm-hmm. to go to get the Mandarin, and mm-hmm. I, I love that. That part's so cool. When yeah. he has, like, the hand thing that he has to use and he doesn't actually have his suit. And, I mean, that's what the movie's all about, is learning about. It's PTSD. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's PTSD and learning without, how to deal with... Without the suit. Uh-huh. Who are you without the suit? Yeah. Yeah. Billionaire playboy philanthropist. <laughs> That's who he is without the suit. Yeah. You did it. Wow. <laughs> Didn't skip a beat. Yeah. I missed one, though. He says genius somewhere. Uh-huh. Too. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. Well, Shane Black has three things coming up on his IMDb. I don't. I didn't recognize any of them. It looks like they're three originals that he's working on. But well, let's see if any of them come out. Yeah, I hope. I hope one, at least one, does. One of them is uh, Doc Savage with The Rock. So oh, that that's actually... him in charge of that. Yeah, huh? they've been talking about that for like seven, eight years now. Mm-hmm. What's that? It's a comic. It's an ancient comic book. Yeah, oh. like really, really old. Huh. Cool. Like oh. as old as. Um... God, it's like instead of like nineteen twenties. Yes, mm-hmm. it's like the same time period as Tarzan. And Edgar Rice Burroughs stuff was really popular, mm-hmm. and like the Shadow comics, and it's like so it's very old, and it might be in the public domain. If not, it's it was right in the time period where they were starting to green light like every single comic property they could get, mm-hmm. and that's how long it's taken to come out, and it still hasn't come out. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, <laughs> well, that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I like I, so far everything I've seen from Shane Black, I've liked. Yeah, and I mean, it's fair to say that in this movie there is Kiss Kiss, and, and there, there is, is Bang Bang. bang. <laughs> It fulfills its title. It does fulfill its title. <laughs> God damn it. Well, there's one more thing we got to talk about before we finish Uh-oh. up. Yes. Uh, that end credits song. Oh. Oh, yes. We were very confused. We were very by confused because it's, Andy, very, it's, Andy it's very slow. Realized something. It's so well, funny to me because I had that album yeah. for a long time. It's like, it's kind of slow and it kind of sounds like a knockoff Sting singing. And yep. I'm like, this is very strange. Mm. And then Raymond's like, is it Robert Downey Jr.? And I was like, wait, hold on. And I looked it up, and sure enough, it is an original song written and sung by Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I after he did The Singing Detective, which I'll probably make you guys watch at some point, but we'll get through it. Movies that are actually good before then. <laughs> I liked it because it was based off a miniseries uh, mm. that starred Michael Gambon, actually, as the main character. Huh. It's basically like the guy who wrote 1920s detective novels is in a hospital because he's got, like, a giant, like, a bad form of psoriasis, and he can't, like, use his hands and shit. So it, it goes between him struggling in the hospital and him, like, as starring as the detective solving mysteries and stuff. Okay. But it's not it's not great. But the end of it has a song 
that he and it's like a music video almost because it was like promoting like the album coming out soon and then at the end of the movie yes what <laughs> and then this one has a song too and i was like oh i should get that album it's now long out of print because it came out in 2004 and I think a couple years ago, I was just going through my iTunes library. I was like, what don't I listen to that I can free up some space? Because I got like six gigs left. And I go and I look and I was like, well, I haven't listened to that in 10 years. And I just deleted it. <laughs> it's like, I, I remember it's very boring. And it's very... Well, yeah, that song was very slow and it did not fit the ending no, of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. <laughs> it's very much a uh, a helping hand to help because it's like, you're going to get the song cheap. And it's helping out your buddy who's the lead character in the movie, but it doesn't fit. Yeah. And it's not very good. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you win some, you lose some with yep. actors who want vanity projects, and that was his his vanity project. <laughs> hey, if it got us Iron Man, it's okay in my book. <laughs> the Futurist 2004 Sting Satellite album got album, Iron Man. Yep. Got us John Favreau Man. heard that and was like, I need this man. Yes. Futurist needs to be Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> he said it right there. He is Iron Man. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> sweet. It was an what, experience. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Thanks yeah. for making us watch it, right? Yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe next time I'll pick a movie I've watched more recently. <laughs> oh, I don't think it was a problem, and I don't think I disliked it no. by any means. It was surprising to myself, yeah. I'll say that. Well, because you haven't seen it in years. Six years and, no, yeah. years and years. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that'll be it for this week's Never yeah. Seen Any of This, and uh, we'll be back next week with uh, another movie to talk about. Yeah. That's what we do. That's what we do every week. Hopefully. All right. <laughs> Bye. 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 You be. <laughs>